All right, welcome to Randomly Generated Conversations, a podcast where we take a topic that's randomly generated and we see where it goes from there. I'm Wesley Sellers and I'm here with my son, Bastian Sellers. Hello. And the topic for today is, what animal or insect do you wish humans could eradicate? I think mosquitoes. Like, I hate mosquitoes. They're the most annoying things in the world. I can feel you there on the mosquitoes. I mean, anyone who's had a mosquito bite. But I hate spiders. I know spiders supposedly play this intricate part of the uh, food chain. And they help get rid of other problems, some bugs and everything. But when they're looking at you with their mini eyes and they're crawling around and Ugh. hiding in places they shouldn't be. And then they jump out at you. Kind of like rats. Kind of like rats. I get, rid of, I get rid of rats also. So, mosquitoes, rats, and spiders. Okay. I mean, there's a reason they use rats and spiders for Halloween. They terrify people. They're so, ugly. <laughs> I'm going to put a proposal out there for mosquitoes. Have you ever seen a mosquito on a Halloween display? No. So, more people are scared of rats and spiders than mosquitoes. Even though mosquitoes kill more people than rats and spiders do. That is weird. I did not know this. Yes, it's... I believe I read it once or heard it once that mosquitoes are the most dangerous animal in the world because they carry malaria and um, Other whatever they are are like Zika and Black West Nile and... <laughs> the black plague. Well, we haven't had the black plague for a while, and I don't think they were able to carry COVID. Hmm. Yeah, I thought COVID was like a form of the black plague. <laughs> well, that's kind of what it seemed like for a while. Um, we were wearing masks. Sometimes I wish my mask could have had the the scent that the plague master or the plague doctor masks had. They had that long nose, and it didn't do anything except for. They filled it with, from what I've heard, they filled it with, like, frankincense or other um, things they didn't have to smell the smell of death. And that's why they had it on there. Um, people thought that it would prevent against them getting sick, but it didn't seem to have any effect on that. Yeah, and the best thing is, we know that rats are horrible, too. This is going a little off topic here, but rats were actually the ones that bring the black plague the plague over to there with the flea it's flea that killed everybody <laughs> the flea that killed everybody yeah expound upon your flea well i watched a video and it talked about there was a like flea carrying a disease but it was riding on this rat and this rat had gone and it was like it had killed some people but <clears throat> they passed through Wait, so the rat killed people? So it was no, like a rabid rat? It was the flea! The flea on the rat! Okay, so the flea killed people? Yes. Was he like a flea ninja or what was he wielding? How did he kill people? With the plague! <laughs> How did he not kill the rat? I do not know. Because I know they do a lot of tests on rats because their biology or somehow their makeup is similar to us. And if something will affect them adversely, then chances are it will affect us adversely. Or if they're looking for 
treatment on stuff, a lot of times they use rats. So how were rats so resilient to the Black Plague? Or were they just carriers and didn't actually get sick? Carriers. Or were they dying in droves just like humans, but because there were too many rats, then they just outlived it? I think they just, like, carried it. I don't think they um, really got sick from it. I don't, like... I need to do research on that now. That, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I know, I need to figure out about this flea. So rats. I heard rats control humans. If they can get a hold of your hairs, they can move you around like a puppet. I know, right? I heard that too. I think they made a movie about it. I think it's a documentary. And called like Ratatouille or something. Oh yeah, it's my favorite documentary. <laughs> um, let's see. Hmm, another animal. Or ins Let's see, okay, so spiders. We're on grants with spiders, right? Mm-hmm. Spiders. And bats. Rats. Bats? Have you seen? Bats are Halloween decorations. They are, because people mistake Dracula and vampires with bats. Bats, bats actually do a lot of good for humankind. Yeah, it gave us COVID. <laughs> and then we killed off a lot of the horseshoe crabs for the vaccine. Poor horseshoe crabs. I think they're actually only living relative of the... What are they called? They're the old... Trilobites? Yes. They're the living relatives of the trilobites. Do we still use horseshoe crabs in vaccine creation? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure they fixed... Figured out a way. But the COVID vaccine, I read it on a little newspaper we had at school. They actually use the horseshoe crab's blood for the vaccine because it would seem to be like it had a resilience to it. So. So we shouldn't eradicate horseshoe crabs. No, no, no. You don't get rid of those. But bats. I still think bats, they can carry rabies. But I think they're, even though they're basically flying rats, I think they're less scary than rats. And I think that... I don't know, their guano and everything else has more benefit to the human race than anything rats provide. Yeah. This may sound weird, but pigeons? Those are just flying rats. Mm -hmm. People think bats are flying rats, but pigeons the are pigeons more flying rats. pigeons are just flying rats. I wouldn't raccoons. I was thinking about that in my mind. I'm like, would I? No, raccoons, they're... They're chill. They have... Some redeeming qualities, like they wear that mask really well, like yeah. Zorro. They were protected during COVID. They had like their own personal mask. But <laughs> it didn't go over their mouth, it went over their eyes. No, I don't think they understood the concept during that time. <laughs> Alright, well, okay, so rats, spiders, possibly pigeons... What was the other? Mosquitoes. Well, yeah, yeah mosquitoes. Mosquitoes being the most dangerous of animals. But okay, so if we had to limit it down to one, which one would we eradicate? Rats. What do you think? I'm going with mosquitoes now. You just changed my mind on rats, and now you're going with mosquitoes? <laughs> Fine, mosquitoes. Or maybe spiders. 
Spiders still give me the heebie-jeebies. Spiders are not that scary. The jumping spider, the bold one, with the cool, like, green fangs, those things are cute. They're, they're cool. But I still don't think I would let it crawl all over me. Well, technically, you can have them as pets. It's just here there's cool. these really cool black ones that have like a red hourglass on their Oh yeah. Back. Yeah, I think one of my friends had a pet. One of those. Yeah. I don't know where he went. What, the spider or your friend? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that wraps up this episode. Um, we'll see if we even use this footage. <laughs> Thank you and have a good day. Welcome to Randomly Generated Conversations. I'm Wesley Sellers, and I'm here with my son, Bastian Sellers. Hello. This is a podcast where we roll a couple topics, and we just discuss those topics and see where they go. Okay. Today's topics are, what is the most addictive mobile game you have played? What's the best, worst thing about work and school? Hunting, you have to relive one day of your life forever, which day do you choose, and leather. Okay, what is the most addictive mobile game I have played? Um, I'd say Pokemon Go or... I don't think I've played any... I mean, I've played a lot of other mobile games. I don't think there's anything that's been addicting that I have stuck with without moving off of. I have two that were very, are very addicting. Survivor.io may sound weird, but it's a fun game. And Pokemon Go also. It's something that if I didn't have certain time limits, I'd probably play it the entire day. Pokemon Go to me is one that I'll play off and on. So, I'll play for a little while and then I'll stop and then when i go back on i get all notification that there's all these new pokemon that i haven't caught or anything it's also one that my other son enjoys playing on my phone so i keep it on there and when we're out on a walk or something and you know you get that normal kid i'm bored i'm bored you could just have on your phone and they could walk around you know instead of looking at nature they're staring at a phone catching pokemon catching pokemon you know Real life monsters exactly. in a real life world instead of, you know, looking at actual nature. Mm-hmm. But it keeps them busy. So what about Survivor.io? What keeps you coming back to that game? Well, I, mean, I see you played a lot, so. Well, there are very different events that will happen during the game. Different characters that will be released at different times. Different updates. One of my favorite things about it, though, is the gear. So it starts at, like, gray gear. You get the gray gear, and then you merge. If you get three of the same object, you merge it up until you get to red. It takes a long time. I've never gotten to red yet, but I've gotten almost all gold, which takes really long. But it's really fun because of the different events, different ways you earn different things, like cost. You can also earn costumes. It's, it's fun events that's a newer thing with games back 
when I was a kid, games didn't used to have events, but then again, it was hard to fit an event onto a floppy drive, um, or a CD. <laughs> the games didn't change, they weren't online and updating like they are today. But events are definitely a way that game designers keep the players coming back to them. Give them a limited time thing, they're going to play for that time because they don't want to miss out on it. And it's a way that it creates kind of a addiction to games um, because you get that, I don't want to miss out, I don't want to miss out, so I'm going to keep playing. But it's also very smart on their behalf because then you keep playing. You keep watching their ads, you keep bringing them in that sweet, sweet ad revenue. Um, or... yeah, I don't have ads on there because I think we got rid of them. I don't know how, but like I tried to get my free items that I that you can get in the game through ads, but it's always said error, 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 and I'm like, okay, that's probably because of the settings thing, which I think is okay. Yeah, I probably blocked that sometime for you. Just wanted to make it that difficult. Um, so some events that I've done in that though was a fishing event. Which um, was kind of fun yet crazy, and I don't think we're going to bring that back, which kind of makes me sad, because it was the funnest one I played. Um, they had where it was like a Monopoly board, and you were stuck in one area, in like a jail, you had to roll different things if you got there, so. Like, you could get different items from landing on different things. So, like, Monopoly. Monopoly. The game that turns friends into enemies. The five-hour game. <laughs> I mean, it's a game where you can be broke at the beginning of the game and then end up with, like, billions of dollars, which is kind of weird. Oh, you have the... I don't think there's that much Monopoly money to have billions of dollars. But you can start with billions of dollars and end up broke, too. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like life. <laughs> so, okay, what is the best thing about your work or school? Best thing about my work is I get to be here with my my kids. I get to be home when they're home from school. I get to spend time with my little one. Um, definitely the flexibility and the home life balance is the benefit to my work. Best thing about my school is um, we do we have engineering classes that help like a lot, and I could get my associates at some point, like in a couple years. But it's a really fun school. It's not really hard topics, even though most people think there is. Yeah, that's the beauty of being a dual, dual, dual enrollment. Wow, I can't even speak. Being in a concurrent enrollment school um, where you're taking both college and high school classes. So you get a little tougher topics, but they help you progress a little bit faster and a little more fun topics than others. Plus, you have the resources of a university there. Like the gym. <laughs> yes, you have a nice gym, but also the engineering classes that they teach you, they have the engineering professors and a lot more um, funding to cover those things uh, because it's tied to the university instead of just a high school. Now, the worst thing. Oh, yeah. I was trying to avoid that part. 
The worst thing about my work in school is, I mean, I don't go to school. So the worst thing about my work, I'm home all day, which means my social interaction is basically zero if I don't force myself to go out and interact with people. I need to force myself to go get sunlight or else I could become like a vampire and get all pasty white inside the house. Worst thing about school for me is the amount of homework, I'd say. There is a lot. Some days I'll be just like studying and doing a lot of stuff for about like hours and hours. But once it gets done, I just feel really happy. I've been trying to keep my grades up, so they've been looking okay so far. Yeah, especially that physics homework. Physics homework, it's it's hard. It's hard. There's lots of it. Really bad website. <laughs> yeah, hunting. I don't go hunting. Neither do I. I've never had desire to go hunting. I got I took hunter safety when I was a kid because I think I was basically, you know, required at that age. But I've never had a desire to go hunting. Then, if we can count fishing as hunting, then I've been fishing. But I don't think we can classify fishing as hunting. Fishing's different yeah. than hunting. Hunting, you're shooting things. So right. Kind of Whether it's with a, you know, a gun, a bow, or whatever. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not against eating meat. I love eating meat. I'll just let other people kill it for me. Mm -hmm. I'd cry if I had to go do that. So I'm thinking of Bambi out there. I shot Bambi's mama. Wait, for those who haven't seen the show, I didn't mean to ruin the first few minutes of it for you. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I'd start crying if I had to do that because um, going back to fishing, I kind of cried forever when we had a catfish that we had caught. I cried and cried and cried that at some point my dad just told my mom to go bring me and my siblings upstairs into the room as they prepped the catfish. They wanted to keep the catfish as a pet. Granted, it was a large catfish, but once you cut up the catfish, make some Deep fried catfish nuggets. The kids were no longer crying. We were happy. They tasted delicious. <laughs> I do love camping though. So I know it's not hunting, but a lot of people say they enjoy hunting because they like going out in the outdoors. Um, even though I don't hunt, I do love camping and camping for days at a time. Going out there, not feeling ashamed if you don't shower. Be around a lot of other people that aren't showering. Um, hoping the wind keeps picking up so the stench doesn't just linger. But it's nice. Yeah, I also like camping. Um, camping has been really fun when you get to go like in the campfire, roast marshmallows, eat hot dogs. Um, I don't think when the last time I went camping... I don't think we ate hot dogs, did we? 
Like, I don't think we roasted hot dogs. The last time we went camping, yes, we did. The oh, one prior okay. to that. Uh, this last camping trip is when we also did some whitewater rafting. So much fun. And we had hot dogs and hamburgers. We tried to keep it to easy meals this time as opposed to uh, things that require more preparation like hobo dinners and stuff like that. Um, you know all about hobo dinners. <laughs> nothing wrong with a hobo dinner. Um, gotta make sure those hobos eat. Mm-hmm. But it just takes a little more work. We didn't even have a campfire any of the days on this last camp. No, I don't We just think cooked on a little... We were supposed to either. Yeah, it was high burn and everything. And 0% chance of rain. Then it hailed. Yes. Then it rained for a while. Thunderstorm. It was weird. Well, the rain, yeah, it was like, you know, five, ten minute rain. Just coming down really quick and then bright and sunny and dried everything up within minutes afterwards. Alright, so you have to relive one day of your life forever. What do you choose? That's hard because a lot of the days that I would normally choose are prior to my children being born. And therefore, by default, I can't choose one of those days. Because then I wouldn't be able to choose one. (laughs) Right, because (laughs) this whole podcast would be uh, non-existent. Um, and I adore my children. So if I had to choose you. a day to relive over and over again, I would say today. And then tomorrow I'll live today. Because tomorrow will then be today. <laughs> I don't know for me. Because I don't know if there's like a day that I would relive. Because it would have to be one day. I'd relive like a series of days. When I went to Disney World with my school, we I would have relived those days. They were probably one of the funnest. But then over and over and over again, wouldn't you get bored? True. Then I'd relive the layover to Austin, Texas. So I could try that burger over and over and over again. But then you'd be missing your siblings. It's true. Because then you wouldn't see them. See, that's the hard part about this, is everything has a downside, right? I just thought of something. If you relive the day over and over again, would you know that you relived the day? Because if you did, then you can change your outcome, basically. Like, you could still do something each day. Like, you can change something each day. That. You're getting into the whole Groundhog Day theory, which you're probably too young to have even seen I've that I've heard movie. of it. Live the same day over and over again and trying to get a different outcome until you do things right. Alright, now. Our final topic. Final and favorite topic of all. Leather. leather. No. <laughs> Thank you for go- no. Um <laughs> Leather. So what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of leather? D and D, leather armor or Minecraft leather armor. As you get older you think of something else when you 
first hear leather. I think horses. But also horses too. But they don't make leather out of horses. I thought they Oh, did. you mean like saddles, like Yeah. I mean, technically you can make leather out of people's skin if you really wanted to. But, That's kind of creepy. But that would be creepy. Um leather, basically just dried, tanned skin. Um with pigs, I would hope they wouldn't make leather out of pigs because their skin is much better deep fried and turned into chicharron. Um mm -hmm. So the job of a tanner, so um, a leather worker back in the day used to be pretty dangerous because the way they used to treat the leather was by soaking it in urine. Soaking right? it in urine. So oh. your job was basically to be touching and dealing with people's urine all day long. That sounds disgusting. So. I guess leather depends on who you talk to. Exactly. So don't talk to us about leather. <laughs> Bikers enjoy leather. Uh, leather armor is great. Footballs. I enjoy people in leather. If I'm allowed to say that. Um, just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, footballs are made of leather. Like yeah, I that's pig skin. That's why you should just deep fry footballs and have more chicharron. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said if you take one thing out of this podcast it's deep fry some footballs and yep <laughs> and thank you for joining us today and we'll see you next time